Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast episode 166 for the week of February 26, 2011. I'm your host, Chris Privet here, and I've got a bunch of people with me. First off, we've got Sarah McGar. It feels like pants. It feels like pants. I love that line. It's the best got, line ever. I've also got British people like uh, John Yerworth. I am totally, totally British. And fake British person Roy Burnett. Not so much, but I live here. <laughs> yes. And finally, and leastly, Anna-Marie Newfeld. It's your turn in Scrabble. Yes, it's my turn. That, this is what she tells me all week long. It's your turn in Scrabble. It's your turn in Scrabble. I, I know. Thank you. No, 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 no. See, last time I, I told you, I said bingo. Bingo. Yeah, that didn't tell me anything. You know what a bingo is. It's when I pull out seven letters. Oh, did you actually play a bingo? Board. I didn't even yeah. notice you had played a bingo. Yeah, I played a bingo. <laughs> so you it was like pencil. You only played six letters. No, I played eight. Oh, that must have been the other game. I played seven. Well, that was a game you were beating me by 200 points anyway. <laughs> oh, here no, we no, go. No, no, no. This is a new game. Oh, I'm just going to quit this game. Look at this. <laughs> penciler. What is a penciler? One who pencils? Oh, that's uh, yeah. disgusting. It's position, it's position in uh, comic book writing. All this, all this iPad has brought me is pain and Scrabble. <laughs> all it causes. Scrabble then send pain. it to me. I'm sure I can find a better use for it. Oh, yeah, maybe yeah, when too, the second I'll one comes it. out. But not till the I second one I will gladly take out. that iPad off your hands. Yeah, well, whatever. Oh, thank you for being with us today. We love all you people in the chat room like Blitzmage and Ramsey and Sir Erdrick and Zylvan and whoever else is here in Cypher Snow. Thank you all for being here. Uh, you want to join the stream festivities, you come to rpgamer.com slash live at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern on Saturdays, and we will stream for you and be your entertainment that competes with the instance. That's right. Our competition, people wanted to make things interesting, so the instance laid down the gauntlet, and now the most popular World of Warcraft podcast is, well, destroying our numbers, quite frankly, as far as who's getting the more views on the Saturday mornings. But I think it's time for the RP Gamer community to rise up and fight back and prove that we're the most important podcast streaming live on Saturday mornings. So, yeah. Chris, yeah. just keep telling yourself that. I will. I will keep telling myself that. Yes, and for our European listeners, we started 5 p.m. GMT. That's right. 5 G GMT. You know it. Uh, let's start a show. All right, this is where I need to No, we can just end it now. Thanks, everybody. Good to see you next week. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. Thanks. All right, so last week we asked you guys in our feedback section, uh, how do you feel about games that you have are there any games you have a section that you love and, well, a, a game that you love and a section that you hate? And we wanted your responses, and we got a bunch of them. So first off, from a great name, Von Beardley, who says, He loved Dragon Age Origins, but hated going back into the Fade. Was just a boring aspect in the Mage's Tower storyline. Uh, now, I, I disagree totally, because I really liked the Fade, but uh, apparently they didn't like how it sprung up on you and you had this two-hour dungeon in the middle of this other two-hour dungeon just out of nowhere. None of you played Dragon Age, did you? I did. Yeah, Roy did because you wrote articles. You never finished them, did you? No, I still haven't wrote the third one. No, you didn't. What's up with you that? Might wanna, you might want to consider, you know, writing that before the, the before next Before the game sequel? Comes <laughs> <laughs> you know, just a recommendation. Yeah, what's up with that? Do you like the fade or not? Uh, for me, uh, yeah, the fade was all right. Okay, all right. There you go. <laughs> fade praise. I think that was probably spurred on for my thing because that's how I answered the question last time. Was that I hate the Brazilian forest section. All right, our next our next poster. Let's see if I can do a good impression of him. I really can't, but I'll try. The fade was dope. I'm going with love Mass Effect 2 hated mining. I tended to listen to RPG cast while doing it to alleviate the tediousness. That's right. It's Hiffy Kezzy. And that is my terrible Hiffy Kezzy impression. But uh, he said the fade was dope, but he hated the mining in Mass Effect 2. 
I, I still to this day cannot believe that people sat down around a table at Bioware and thought that the planetary scanning minigame was a good idea. Oh, I played it on PC, so it wasn't a problem. I played it on PC. <laughs> it wasn't that I bad. Still, I just still can't believe that they sat down and thought that it would be a fun, be fun thing? game yeah. experience. <laughs> just, how do you come to that conclusion? I don't uh, know. <laughs> I have no God. answer to that. Damn it, Bioware. <laughs> Finally, we've got Caddy Alan, who I always read his name, and it's like, is he a LAN caddy? Does he carry people's computers for them to a LAN party? What does that mean? I don't know. So, whoa, Robo Noodle. Booming Robo Noodle. That was. <laughs> she turned into an Atari. Did you hear that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, it was like I was playing a game of snakes and my brother ran awesome. into the wall again. Yeah. <laughs> Noodle, anytime you want to go 8 bit like that, please do it. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, if only I could control it. Let's, I want to play some, uh, some of that uh, bomber game where the guy drops the bo- uh, kaboom. Let's play some kaboom now. <laughs> oh. And Centipede. I'm in a mood for Centipede. Let's do that. All right. We got letters. Caddy Alan, my land party caddy, says, good RPGs with frustrating segments. There's a lot of them. So he gives a big list. So let's see. He said, Ultima 4 had a lot of good ideas, but the magic system requires a lot of item collection. The more the characters have to rely on magic, the tougher the game gets. Uh, then he complains about Final Fantasy VI, how the game changes halfway through. <laughs> and... Oh, Chocobo breeding in Final Fantasy VII he doesn't like? Let's see. Yeah, the amount of inbreeding you have to do in that game is just... Oh, I didn't even pay attention. Creepy. Just follow the guide. You should just do Chocobo yeah, breeding it's in like, instead. Uh, it's like breed two until they make a green, and then breed the green with one of the parents until you make a blue. And Yeah. Well, now it, we, It's and a little squicky when you think about it, but as long as you don't think about it, you're okay. Uh Oh, sweet. Then he gives a bunch of a list of high school sim games. Fading Hearts, Shira Oka Second Chances, um, Ari Alistair, um, and Magical Diary. Or would it be All Star? All Star, like All Star Cookie. Um, Re All Star and Magical Diary. So I don't know. So apparently those are work safe um, <laughs> school simulation games. I wonder if they're any good out there in case anyone was following last week and was interested. All right. (laughs) And finally, we have Savorian, who says, good RPGs with frustrating segments, Final Fantasy VIII and the magic draw system used to maximize your stats, because nobody wants to spend two hours in a single random encounter drawing all of the magic you'd need for your stats for every character. So true. Like, number one thing that turned me off about that game. Yeah. I just dealt with it, but yeah, that was an issue with I, that game. Yeah, I also just dealt with it. Well, I also thought Laguna was an obnoxious twat, so that kind of turned me off the game, too. But he had the best battle music. He did have one of the best battle music. Especially, yeah, alright. And Indeed. let's see, what's the last one? Oh, it's a voicemail. Check this out. Hi there, this is, uh, I guess, from the forums, Zilvin, Um, and um, my game that I really liked, but I had one bad part, was uh, Black Sigil. It was a really awesome game, kind of hard, really loved it. Uh, The one bad thing about it was, you know, the whole freezing issue. Kind of puts a bit of a damper on a game that you can't update and can't really play it through without saving every five minutes, just in case. Um... Also, I had one question. I am just getting a PSP for the first time, and I was hoping maybe you could give me, say, the top five recommendations of best games that you guys think I'd like. Thanks a ton. Bye. Okay. So to head off the obvious, he's already getting Final Fantasy Tactics. <laughs> on, uh, on PSP? Yes. Hmm. The Lion War? Yeah, War of the Lions. Yeah, so, uh, Zilvin, if you like that, 
you probably will want to pick up Tactics Ogre. Let us cling. Together I would say Tactics Ogre is a better choice because it's a better technical port. I I haven't had a chance to play my copy yet. I've been too busy watching StarCraft Two and sewing stuff. Apparently, yeah, I've been doing a lot of cross stitching. Uh, the other one I'd recommend is probably Jean Dark. And Ooh, people Class like of Jean Dark. Yeah. yeah, Class of Heroes. Um, since I know he likes that tedious character building crap. And someone and says uh, the hero ZHP in whatever the hell that name is. Invincible un- losing hero. or unliving un- ranger. Un- versus... Losing ranger versus dying death duty man. Whatever it is. And, um, if, and you're, if you're if you're a monster hunter friend, then there's a monster hunter freedom unites really good. Yeah, or wait for portable third to come over if it comes over. Yeah, I know it's gonna come over. If and... you were gonna do monster hunter, get it on the Wii so you can don't have to develop the claw. <laughs> that just sounds painful. Uh, does Gaia? Yeah, actually, I'm pretty sure he likes. Uh, well, he likes strategy games in general, so does Gaia would be really good. Does Gaia two PSP is a good play. Yep, I think he just got Gaia three for the PS3, so that would be a good fit. And of course, Persona three PSP. He wanted five games. I think we're at five, more or less. Yeah. If you're someone who really loves classic JRPGs, if you want to wait a while, there's a um, Trails in the Sky comes out at the end of next month, which is sure to be good. What was that other good RPG that people liked? Can you stop that? Uh, What was that other good RPG that people liked? on? What? That's what the short form is. Yeah, it's terrible. What was that other... (laughs) There was a few on the PSP. There was like a really good traditional RPG that had... Um, Brave Story? Yeah. Brave story. That's right. And there's the PSP noise in case you don't know what it is. Um, yeah. So brave story. That was, I think, a lot of people with that on their list. Jean Dark is the one I usually see recommended first when I talk to people. Um, Jean Dark is good. Um, what about uh, Yggdra Union, Anna, for some sting action? Um, I think he owns both Yggdra Union and Knights in the Nightmare on the DS already. So Riviera then. If you buy. Uh, Nights in the Nightmare right now, you get Yggdra Union for free. Ah. It's on a the special PSN? atlas has going on. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that? it's on PSN. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know how that works, but that's definitely... Uh, no, I think if you it, buy it, you up just on their get, main a, page. Yeah. You get a free free copy of the... like a free PSN download copy. Oh, so if you buy the physical version. Yeah, Could be. There's... I, there, there's a little learn more on their site. I was checking it out the other day, but I don't remember what it said. Sorry. And then if you want more of a traditional RPG from Sting, a Hexes Force is pretty decent. Don't let, um, don't let Glenn Hayes say that. Oh, Cavalier in the chat room says his Tactics Ogre came with a soundtrack and an art book. What the heck? Mine came with stupid tarot cards. <laughs> what country uh, is he I remember in? That, would be, uh, that would be because we tend sometimes um, Square Enix has Square Enix Europe is better at producing special editions than Square Enix America. That's because they love us more. Square Enix I mean, America the, just that's, chases that's, off they all don't. their... Square Enix America just chases off all their good PR reps and then d- spends the rest of their time making bad decisions. <laughs> Did they, like, roll over Klee and Sonya and everybody? Klee's gone. What about Amanda? Amelia's gone. I don't know about Amanda. Sonya's still there, though. Yeah, Sonia's still there. I like Sonia. Yeah, but she doesn't do anything hands-on anymore. Yeah, I she's, mean, she's like a general manager. She's really high up, so I don't know really what her involvement is. She she drank enough Red Bull to get her promoted. She really has high. a she has a fun Twitter. <laughs> she does have a fun Twitter. But I mean, I we've because we've got the stuff about the um, Duo Decim special edition. Apparently, Duo Decim. Yeah, we have a I, lot of news that is sort of associated with a lot of topics we're touching on right now. So it's bad we can't segue into them. No, well, let's just it's go to the segue. news. Segue. <laughs> it's not segue. 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 Sounds like a type of ramen. Chris, let's segue into them. <laughs> I don't even know what to do. <laughs> let's just go for I'm it. Tired. Can I go back? All right. To well, the yeah. first thing I'm going to do is tell you that if you would like to submit feedback, we've got a number of ways for you to do it. You can email us at podcast at rpgamer.com. You could uh, send us a MP3 attachment to that email, and we'll play it on the show. 
you can um, send us a voicemail at 608-729-4098, and we'll play it on the show like you just heard. And you can leave us a uh, message on our message boards at uh, board.rpgamer.com, and we'll read those on the show like we did today. And thank you all for your feedback. We really like it. Keep it polite. Just a tip. It's nice to have polite feedback. I'm not saying that we got nasty feedback, even though we did, but, you know. We did? Feedback. Yeah, we did. But polite feedback. Good. Rude. Yes. And uh, let's see. Uh, oh, I'm showing off tarot cards to the camera for people. Um, what else? Oh, you can get Yahtzee for the iPhone and iPad free today, apparently. You don't even have an iPod, do you? Noodle? I have an iPod Touch. Oh, all right. I'll have to get that. And I think we should move on to our news. So here's the first story. You tell me whether this is a big story or not. The Legend of Zelda is celebrating its 25th anniversary. Happy birthday, Zelda. It's not an RPG! (laughs) That's the only thing I have to say about it. It's still not an RPG, and the 1-Up is sitting there like, oh, Link to the Past is the best one, and they're they're right about that, but it's not an RPG. Was it some funny article by Cat? Uh, Yes, actually. Actually, yes. Oh my god, was it serious? You're right. Zelda 2 was an RPG. (laughs) Zelda 2 was an RPG, but this isn't the anniversary of Zelda 2. This is the anniversary of Zelda 1. I liked other games other than Link to the Past. But your sword gains levels. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Link's Awakening was was pretty damn good. Majora's Mask was very good. I already see a spelling error in their article. My favorite 2D ones were that uh, Oracle of Ages, Oracle of Seasons. Those two were pretty good. Which was funny, because they're not even developed by Nintendo. They're developed by Capcom. Yeah, that is funny. <laughs> and actually, they weren't even supposed to be their own games. They were supposed to be like a remake of Zelda 1. And then like a third of the way through production, they were like, oh, uh, we're going to make this its own game and uh, split it into three. Is that okay? Yeah, it turned cool. out to be one of the best ones that ever were. Since yeah, it. a lot of people like them. Apparently, you split it into two. Yeah, they they ended up splitting it into two instead of three. But there was actually well, because it's Capcom and they tried to do Mega Man ZX blue, white, and Caucasian. Um, I don't know whatever color schemes they use for Mega Man ZX. And blue, stuff. white, neon pink. Neon pink. Yeah, that's what they should do. That's the next one they should do is Mega Man uh, Caucasian. Hispanic and African American, and let's, let's just get a race war on on our DS. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. I think that's just beating. Okay, you just, gave me, you just gave me an idea for the Leon. sixth generation of Pokemon. Pokemon Hot Pink versus Pokemon. Was it Neon Pink? Pokemon <laughs> Fabulous. Hot, hot Pink and Dull Blue. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh, all right, fix my extreme close-up here. Sorry, live stream viewers. That was my face really close. Uh, so we should move on because you have a pencil. It's a stupid thing. Thank you. There's a pony. <laughs> I didn't know you have a pony back there. A pony plushie. Yeah, uh, it's and from the cat Harvest that's Moon. being squashed. Yeah, and the cat. cat that's being squashed. She can barely see the cat because the microphone's in the way. You know, I never really noticed the rubber ducky back there. There it is. Yeah, that's from a hotel I stayed in. They gave you a free rubber ducky when you stayed in it. I'm like, seriously? Yeah, so I took him out. Disturbing amount of rubber ducky stuff. Well, that's the upstairs bathroom. Last year. Yes. I want a pony this year. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Um, I might actually be able to arrange that. We'll see. Yay! We can just give her the what was it? The celestial mount on. Wow, that counts. Sparkle pony. <laughs> she 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 can't afford to subscribe to both WoW and Eleven. Come on. Yeah. Not when I'm trying to save up for my MacBook Pro. <laughs> okay, we're, we're we're getting really tangenty. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I have Never no okay, idea. Let's segue. <laughs> let's segue. <laughs> so check it out in Vietnam. They're about to lay the smackdown on online gaming at night. So they're putting in a. 
This is great. The Vietnamese Ministry of Information and Communication has requested that all ISPs operating in the country block access to online games from 10 p.m. to 8 a.m. each day to limit the social impact of the hobby. Like that will stick. And if you you violate Um, it, they cancel your internet. Well, A, that would stick, but B, I'd hate to be someone that, you know, worked nights. No kidding. It's it's terribly ignorant, um, but there you go. It's a uh, temporary arrangement, a precursor to a full reassessment of the government's anti-violent online games among students program. <laughs> Is there a lot of people on the internet in Vietnam? It's in the middle of the jungle. I don't know. <laughs> That's terrible. I'm glad we don't live there. You'd, but... you'd be surprised, like... Um... Silk Road Online, like the top three countries that it's popular in, is like Turkey, Egypt, and a country in Africa. I don't remember. Another country in Africa. The country has an estimated 23 million internet users, which is about 25% of the population. And they they do a lot of internet cafes there, as seems to be the custom in Southeast Asia. PC Bong. Well, it's not Korea, so it wouldn't be called that, but... Yeah, uh, I don't know what else to say about that, but that's awful. Hard to do an MMO if you can't play at night. Yeah, hard to do an MMO if you can't play at night. So we were talking about Sting games earlier, and Atlas and Sting officially unveiled the next game from Sting. It's another strategy RPG. It is called Gungnir. 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 All right, Gungnir. Sure. G-U-N-G-N-I-R. Some another, what is it? Nordic name of some sort. Uh, Odin's um, spear. Sure. Yeah, and that's actually what it is. Is the Gungnir is the spear in the game that the main story revolves around. And uh, <laughs> go figure. <laughs> the the spear is given over to some hapless lad that uh, is part of a rebellion that's failing. So. Here, uh, have a divine spear. It'll kill everything. It's yeah, being developed yeah. by former Igdra Union staff. Which and makes me so excited. It's so, a simulation RPG, and that's all we really know. Right. This is supposed to be another spiritual successor to the whole Yggdrasil and Knights in the Nightmare. But we know like nothing about it. And it's coming out next month. In Japan. It's coming out May in Japan, not March. May 19th. Oops, my apologies. I read that as March 19th. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. And uh, that's, we don't even have a screenshot. So we know nothing. So hopefully it'll be good because not showing stuff is usually bad. Yep. So have they announced the platform it, for it? Just know that it exists, basically. Uh, I thought they said PSP. Let's see. Yeah, PSP exclusive. Uh, so they have given up on making it for the Nintendo handhelds and then porting it to the PSP for the superior <laughs> PSP version. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I, I suppose. Was is Knights of the Nightmare actually superior on PSP? I think I'd rather play that with a stylus. It's prettier. Oh, okay. <laughs> not sure if it's superior. I haven't played the PSP version. I do know it's prettier, though. I own the um, DS version. I'm trying to figure out how to finish a, that. Uh, yeah, good luck with that. It's sort of a six of one, half dozen of the other. I've played it on both systems, and I don't have a major preference. I'm being told we have screenshots of Gunnir. Oh, that's right, because I added it later. Oh, it's not in the story. Let me find it on our website. Oh, that doesn't help the show at all. Apparently, go to our site and you'll find screenshots that were later released. It's the fourth item on Index today, it looks like. And they look pretty. They look like better than Igdra Union. Nice, pretty artwork. It actually does look nice. Um, they've always done good art design in the in the Sting games. So, go check that out. Sting games are kind of those titles that you're either going to get into it and adore it, or you're going to play it and go, bleh. <laughs> I suppose so. We've also got a story up with a bunch of the background story, but I won't bore you with it. All right, Xenogears. Who's been waiting for that? Uh, I kind of made the mistake of buying it on the Japanese PSN because I was eternally convinced that they would never bring it outside Japan again. Ah, see, Xenogears yeah. is a game that Del the Funky Homo Sapiens said is a game to ease your tears in his uh, 
proto-culture song, which is awesome. Because anytime a pop rap rapper actually references a hardcore RPG like Xenogears, I think it's just fantastic. So, uh, Xeno, PlayStation Network classic PS1 title, Xenogears, is out now. I have a question. Yes. Can you make the text go faster? Uh, no, it's a, it's the game. <sighs> Screw it. They don't they don't update it at all. It's just the PSN ROM wrapped in DRM. And Xenogears, it also has that very famous distinction of where at the end of the game where it says it's part five of a series that doesn't exist. Um. If you get the perfect um, works, perfect works book, they tell yeah. you about all the parts of the series. And we got like three more of them. They no, that was crappy. a separate series. That is oh, a second six-part series that is similar in style, scope, and theme to the first series. <laughs> yeah, by that you're referring to Xeno Saga. Xeno Saga, <laughs> yes. Because it's made by a different company, they had to change things or whatever. They, they, it's a separate six-part series that is very similar to the other series, but it's different. It is not the same parts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's very confusing, but pain in the butt. I don't really understand what they were going for with all that. I wish the rest of the Xenogears series came out, but, you know. Were they ever even made? No. Um, I wish, honestly, all I really wish for is a a translation of the Perfect Works book. And that never happened. Because that would have been nice. Oh, well. Uh, let's see. Magica. Who's been playing Magica. Me. I've been playing a little, but not much this week. There's an update. Yeah, some new DLC. Yes, it has a new spell called Crash to Desktop. Is it? (laughs) Does it crash to desktop? I think think it's supposed to make other people in your party cast to crash to their desktop. Yeah, oh no. When when they sent out the email saying that there was a new patch and and a copious amount of patch notes... Um, they actually, in, in the body of the email, hang on, let me see if I can find it in the body of the email. Oh, here we go. Hello. We've got some great news from Magicka. Patch 11 was recently released. Now Magicka fans can rejoice even more as the Mia Culpa DLC has been released. This free DLC includes amongst other things, one staff, bug staff, summons a swarm of bugs, one sword, a broken sword, one robe considered patched. One magic. Crash a dead chop. Magic. Zaps any foe or friend. Yeah, the unholy crash to desktop. Wow. Um, Which the game itself has been doing quite frequently. I know. The game's already good at that, so I don't know what that's going to (laughs) do. You can now play as the mea culpa wizard. Are they serious? How do you Mm -hmm. even do that? Okay. Whatever. Um, Well, spoiler at the end of chapter six. Yeah. Okay. The one you told me about. Okay. And that and that's how you play the Mea Culpa wizard? I presume that you no. need to do that before you can unlock that particular function. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, the, there's a thing in Magicka that uh whenever they at least with the first DLC they released whenever they if you wanted to use the different robe with the hat, you chose it during your character creation. Yeah. There was a thing when you're choosing the robe color, you could choose which one you wanted to play it. So that's probably the same thing along with that. So that's whenever you start the game, basically. Pretty much. Where is this free? Okay, they also announced that the soundtrack's free to download at the Magica website. So you can go get that. And uh, there's also a European release of the game in stores, I guess, right? So we have Wednesday Night Magica every week on the RP Gamer forums. It starts at 9 p.m. EST. Um, it's been a mix of Shop Troll myself and usually a third person. But uh, if anybody me. wants to play, yeah, you've come. Uh, Chris has been there once on a day that I wasn't there. And so, yeah, if people want to come out and play Magica with us, definitely feel free to. We'd love to have the company. And another, um, you know, person to electrocute. <laughs> and if magica doesn't float your boat maybe dragon age does because it's demos out and you can play it do you want to do you want to 
I played, Have you played the demo. I played no. the demo. And uh, all I can say about the demo is that I really hope it's not a um, telling of the full version because it, the demo has a number of technical issues. All right, so first off, the demo's available on the PC, obviously. 360, if you're a gold member, screw you if you're silver, and the PS3. If you play the demo and beat it, you get un- you unlock a sword for the main game. And if a million people finish the demo, oh, download the demo, they'll unlock two other items that you also get in games. So pretty much count on that happening. And that that's the basics. And you say it's buggy? Yes, it is. Well, Very that buggy. sucks. Because it, I've I've had the thing uh, crash on me at least three times. <laughs> And I had, and there was um the, the a cutscene would be going on, then it would just start loading in the middle of the cutscene. The screen would darken and say loading on the bottom, just right smack dab in the middle of the cutscene. Hmm. So I really hope that just means that the demo is based on an earlier build of the game. Don't fail me now, Bioware. <laughs> All right. Well, let's see. Oh, they've got a counter on the website. They're at 820,197. Wait, (laughs) 820,209. Yeah, they'll hit a million, no problem. And then you get two books, which I don't know what they do. One gives you gold, one gives you experience. What, Anna? If you're into time wasters, there's also now a Dragon Age Facebook game. Yes, and that's just as buggy as the demo. Yeah. If not more. Yeah, at one point it booted me out and wouldn't let me back in and asked me for a code again, and the code I had didn't work. So it was like, meh. Then and I went back 12 hours later, and it was working fine. <laughs> However, it is a closed beta, and they are resetting it on a regular basis. So was, I was so excited. I got to level 3, and it was like, bam, reset. So I don't even know. You know, it's time for that game to be working. <laughs> it's not time for them to be debugging that. That's a problem for them. Oh, Dragon Age 2. It's it just, the launch doesn't feel as good as Dragon Age 1's so far. It feels like a mess. Felicia Day, we've got Facebook games crashing, demos crashing. No one's happy. Yeah, Anyone most happy of the bugs, and not really, most of the bugs that were in Dragon Age were very minor and almost unnoticeable, really. Then they decided to turn it into God of War, Dragon Age. <laughs> Actually, did you... How does it play? Uh, it, it, play right? it, it, it plays similar to the first one. It's just okay. uh, the uh, the main, real main difference in terms of gameplay is that the combat just moves faster. Okay. The, 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 anim- the attack animations are a lot faster. Oh. Well, that's and, and, and if you're It felt like an likes- action game to me when I played it at E3 or PAX or whatever, but... Well, I, I can say for the, the if you like playing as a mage, the mage has probably got the biggest upgrade. The, the mage animations are cool. I'll give him that. Oh, all right, good. <laughs> so be a mage, be a maging, be a mage in Final Fantasy three. Now available on your iOS device, because Final Fantasy three is the one that introduced the job system. So now you can explore, you can experience that on your wonderful Apple <laughs> portable device. So you got iPad Touch, you got iPhone 4 or something like that. You get to play it. It's it's a port of the DS remake. That made a lot of people sad. Well, it says it's in full 3D. I don't understand yeah. how. Because the, the DS remake... The, the, D, the DS remake was in full 3D. Yeah. It's, it and it looks, looked like crap. Yeah, it looks yeah, just it did like, look like uh, crap. So that's why I'm like, <laughs> is it supposed to look better? Or no, it's it looks the same, really. Okay, because well, I have that one. They, they may have upped the resolution... Kind of it looks okay. like they may have increased the resolution, and that's about it. And it's an easy-to-use monster viewer gallery, or so they say. <laughs> and if you remember, uh, Final Fantasy III kind of took the stylus control a bit too far, and so that actually kind of makes it easier to port to iOS. So. Oh, so you can use it with your finger? Yeah. Well, I mean, you kind of have to. I never finished that game. Oh, there will be a virtual D-pad. I apologize. There is a virtual D-pad. So are you going to pick this up, Chris? I don't know. Why? Should I? Because you're the person who has the iOS device and likes the splurge. Yeah. 
I'm leaning towards no. I kind of want to see if they upgraded it, but I also own the DS version, so shouldn't I just finish that? You and me both, Chris. And nobody seems happy with the DS version. People want the PSP version instead. Did they make a PSP version? version. (laughs) There is no PSP version. Alright, people want like the PSP versions of one and two. They want a version of that for three. Yeah, just make the uh, just do the make a high res two of the two D version. <laughs> it's still not even out. When does this come out? Did they give us a date? No, they you didn't know, give I'm, a date. I'm March. I'm a screenshot here for it. It looks just as crappy as the three DS version or the DS well, version. Well, put it side by side before you say that. But yeah, whatever. It's out in March in Japan. Who knows when it'll be out here? But what if we do out. know is that Risen Two will be coming out here. So, who's been waiting for a sequel for Wiz- Risen? Yeah! All right. So, Risen <laughs> 2. Game set several years after the end of the first one. And, oh, story. Who cares? So, Risen, more Risen. Uh, I don't even remember what kind of game Risen was. Anybody it remember? Was a, it was a third-person action RPG. That was, so, it's like Fable? Ex- yeah, kind of. But better or worse? Uh, or does better. it depend which it Fable hard. you're talking about? It was harder. About? It's harder um, than Fable. <laughs> that was the one that we got the horrible buggy 361 first and then the PC release later. I don't know. Yeah. The was graphics look interesting in Risen It was 2. out in Europe first. Okay. Hmm. Well, it looks pretty. It, it, it's really similar to Gothic 3. That's weird. We didn't link it to a forum thread for this story. We linked it to the chat room. Oh. <laughs> That's strange. That's weird. <laughs> I was going to like look at the forum thread to see if there was any feedback. What the heck? Are we linking all our news stories to the chat room instead of the, the message boards? No, 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 there no. should be a forum. Oh, there's just yeah, a there's... chat room link. So they they left out, um, they forgot to put the yeah. link in. Okay. It could be they forgot to put the link in, or it could be it went yeah, to I the thread that was closed. No, there's three in a row. The iOS, yeah, the, Final Fantasy the, 3, Risen 2, and PSP strategy game Gunier all link only to the chat room. <laughs> Let's see. Who, who yeah. wrote them? Um, uh, hang on. Um, some of them do are linked on um, the main page, though. Okay. Yeah, but not on the story themselves. So Nancy, Cassandra, and Becky. That's weird. Everybody. Who's Nancy? Uh, Nancy is a friend of Manny. So. She freelances for us. Yeah. And uh, uh, Sandra is Strawberry X. Yes. That's I right. know who Sandra is. So they must have just forgot to put the link in. All right. So I, I was sorry. I'm just really confused. I thought, like, what's, is our site broken? Do I need to fix this? <laughs> well, the next no, one doesn't have a link to it either. Yeah, what the? All right. So, well, there was Dissidia. Dual-Desham. Hold on. Hold on. Dual-Desham. All right. Now go ahead and say what you were going to say. I said there was a massive email that floated around about something about the indexing on the site. Yeah, we're changing the order of our index links to fix the Twitter and RSS links. So now when you click on our links in Twitter, it should actually take you to what the link's talking about. Yay! Yay! (laughs) I've been hoping for that fix for a while, so I'm very happy to see that we've got a fix for that. Uh, So hopefully that helps you guys out too if you've been trying to read the RSS feed or the Twitter feed and have found that it doesn't work right. (laughs) You click like a story and you click the link and you can't find that story anywhere on the link. <laughs> we're, we're trying to fix that. Yeah. For that, uh, that risen, for that risen pause, you need to edit in some tumbleweed music. <laughs> yeah, I do. Don't I? Uh, how do you do tumbleweed music? Just go to the sound, find a sound effect of tumbleweeds. I, I don't I'm, think I'm, you have a sound effect of tumbleweeds. The point is, there's well, no well, sound. Well, <laughs> ed, 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 or you can the, get um, that, the tumbleweed like the nighttime music from any sound. American western. You want crickets? Cricket. Crickets? crickets yeah. Is that the nighttime crickets. sound? I, that's what I think of. <laughs> I couldn't think of crickets. Yes. Crickets. Yeah, you go with crickets. <laughs> Let's talk about dual desham. Uh, <laughs> Tetsuya Nomura-san stated that the upcoming Dissidia game, Dissidia Duodeshim, will be the final Dissidia game. Well, by final, there's only two. Do you really call it final? All right, whatever. As long as they're tied to Final Fantasy. Yeah, there you go. 
he he believed his joke, team coming. had done all it could with the current Dissidia formula, and he wanted to give them the chance to do something besides work on one versus one battles. Okay. Well, I hope that team would go and work on things like finishing versus 13 or something like that, you know? How about giving them a chance to do that? He didn't count out future Dissidia-themed games, and he said it's always fun to see older characters come to life in 3D. However, any future Final Fantasy crossovers are likely to look very different from the Dissidia games that we know. And uh, it's coming out March 22nd here. But any future crossover games will inevitably be compared to. (laughs) There's so many crossover games. Uh, Namco X X Capcom, uh, Marvel vs. Capcom, you know, whatever. I still need to play Namco X Capcom. (laughs) You know, uh, I wonder if that game is like Neptunia. Like, fun in concept and writing, but terrible in gameplay. No, apparently Namco X Capcom is where the um, it's sort of like the origin point for the uh, battle system used in Endless Frontier, the Super Robot Wars spinoff. Is that any good or I bad? Just, it's pretty good. I I didn't hear good things about Namco X Capcom, so all right. Uh, I've been trying to figure out uh, this Neptunia stuff this week, and everyone says the same thing: dialogue is freaking hilarious and awesome. The gameplay sucks. So if you've been wondering about Hyperdimension Neptunia, what, is that the name of it in the U.S.? I can't even remember. Yeah, Hyperdimension so. Neptunia. Yeah. Um, Hyperdimension on, Game Neptune in Japan. Everyone seems to tell me, wait for a budget release. <laughs> because you're going to be upset with the gameplay and very happy at the story. So great localization, and they couldn't do anything to fix the game. So what can I tell you? Oh, apparently the version, the American release of uh, Neptunia and the European one, for that matter, do has include some of the patches that the Japanese version got to make the game better than it was. So <laughs> if you're going to go on the, along those lines, it could be worse. Yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> great. <laughs> yeah, it's a typical idea. It's wonderful. <laughs> Sounds like they should have been better turning off, like maybe turning the concept into an anime or something. Yeah, the, you're probably right. You can't really just do that with a localization team. Oh, speaking of localizations that go weird, Yakuza 4 has a demo up on the PSN. And there's a new trailer as well. So go check out the Yakuza 4 demo and see if you like what Sega's done with the latest entry in the series, which they're bringing out for you. So you should like them and buy it if you're happy with them for that. And hopefully this localization is going to be better than the third one's. And that's all I can say. That's all I know. So, there. We're taking stuff out you specifically requested we keep in. But don't worry, you're going to like well, it. Well, that was the third one. That was the third one. This one is better, right? I know. Apparently, they've learned their lesson, or at least gotten better PR. <laughs> hmm. All right. So, what is this next story? Bastion. I don't know anything about Bastion. Some company called Supergiant Games, they've announced Bastion. It's an upcoming role-playing game for players traversing through an imaginary world where they must create and fight for civilization's last refuge. Okay, story, story, story. It'll be out on Xbox Live Arcade, PSN, and Windows. Uh, They'll be showing it off at PAX East, which runs from March 11th to 13th. And that's all we know. It's got a nice pretty trailer. So go watch it, I guess. Uh, did you guys see anything about Bastion? Do you guys care? Um, I, I saw a trailer for it, and it looked stupid. I'm waiting to see what PAX shows us. Oh, is this the one where you burn stuff? Uh, yeah, this is the one where the environment like breaks and forms around you. So, And you got a hammer, and you blow stuff up, and it's like an action RPG. Car show what? Oh, pretty. action RPG. Never mind. What? Oh, and there's some Dark Cloud Town mm. building, it looks like. And I don't know. And I think... Was this the one... Oh, this is the one where the narrator... Yeah, this is the one with the interesting narrator. Yeah, all right. This is... I think this is the one where the narrator responds to everything you do in the game. Like, that if you do awesome. something, if you do something silly, the narrator will point out. And then he decided to hit his best friend on the head. You know, stuff like that. <laughs> I think that's that one, and uh, forgive me if I got that wrong, but I think that's the one. So, Didn't Bard's Tale do that? I don't know. I don't know. 
but uh, that looks awesome. If that's the one, I think that's the one. I remember that. So, Bastion Game Narrator. This is where I use Google to help me. The effect of this narration. Yeah, that's someone with the cool narration. All right, so now I'm excited for that one. Um, we'll see I'm it more excited. at PAX East and hopefully more info later. And it'll be cheap because it's on Xbox Live Arcade. So sweet. And we... Windows PC. So and I can Windows. Play. Yes, you can play it. No Mac. How do you feel about that? Well, I have Windows on the Mac, so... On your old Mac. This... On my iMac. Oh, all right. Fine. Well, if it gets released on Steam, it'll probably come out on both. Hmm. Because I don't have... Well, I have a PS2, but that's it for PlayStation stuff. So, have you guys noticed that you can't cancel pre-orders on digital stores? Has has that been something you guys noticed in the past? Yeah. It depends what digital store. Like, I... Like, I, I pre-ordered Dragon Age on Impulse, and I can't even see a record of my pre-order other than the receipt. So there's no way for me yeah, to interact or cancel. Yeah, you have to email cancel. them customers. You have to email their customer service and cancel it. Oh, okay. Hmm. Interesting. Well, um, they need to make that easier. That's a shortcoming. Steam doesn't have a way to do it either that I know of. Nothing I'm aware of, but I've never pre-ordered a game that I didn't know that I wanted, so... <laughs> Anytime I think the only game playing. that I think I've pre-ordered on Steam was the Orange Box, like three years ago. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I pre-ordered. Like... I pre-ordered Half Life Two. <laughs> that was fun. That was when well, like, I pre-ordered oh, I need to download Final the Fantasy Steam 14. thing. <laughs> I need to download the Steam thing, whatever it is, <laughs> for <my laughs> Half Life Two preload. Oh, yeah. Sweet. It's like what? What is this? What is this Steam thing? Yes. Yeah. They, they it's were the smart. thing that you get stuff from. They were so smart doing that. Oh, all right. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Who's been playing Fallout New Vegas? No one? All right. So for all of you who at home have been playing Fallout New Vegas. All two of you. The, the de- there are a lot of people who enjoyed Fallout New Vegas. You take that back. Well, I would enjoy it too if they fixed some of the bugs. Well, you can play more DLC. Just as long as you have a save file from before the end of the game, you can play the Dead Money DLC that's coming down now for PlayStation 3 and Windows users. It was previously Xbox exclusive. So there you go. Go to the uh, the other style Yay, Windows. Apparently Microsoft's money ran dry. Oh, it was always a timed exclusive, I'm sure. That's how those things work. Uh, and that's that's all I know. Fallout, New Vegas, DLC, Git. Get. All right, I've got a cat annoying the heck out of me here. So how about somebody start off with what your picks of the week is, and I pick John. Oh yay! Um, well, I I think I don't think I mentioned I don't think I did this last week, but I did finish Tales of Gra- the Future Arc for Tales of Graces F this week. Ooh, good for you. Um, which basically um, the Future Arc is kind of like uh, it's not really like a new game plus, but it's um. Once you uh, clear the, the the main game by defeating the final boss, you you make a clear save, and then you sort of load that clear save in into this future arc. So it carries over like all of your levels, equipment, titles, and whatnot. Um, and then you sort of play just play through a, a kind of um, it's a kind of coda to the um, Tales of Graces boss with some you know a couple of few new areas, some new enemies to fight, and some really quite tough boss fights. Uh, and then when you finish it, um, it just sort of dumps you unceremoniously back into um, the uh, the sort of the, the original game with all of the stuff that you picked up in the future arc. So if there's anything you missed in the future arc, and I missed quite a bit, quite a few things, you have to kind of start from the beginning. So, okay. bit of a pain, but I'm not that bothered. Um, so it didn't, I mean. Counting for cutscene time and all that, it didn't take me too long to finish, although I did switch the difficulty down to easy on a couple of occasions because I'm a worse and badly underleveled and all that stuff. So I switched the difficulty down to easy so I didn't get my ass handed to me too much. But, um, yeah, I think, um, personally, um, Grace's F is, is a good successor in the Tales series to Tales of Vesperia. Uh, any serious Tales fans would do themselves a great disservice by not picking up Tales of Grace's F. Um, the game may not look as um, sharp as Vesperia, which kind of shows off its um, origins as a Wii port. 
Um, but the improvements made to the um, battle system and whatnot really do make the game worth playing. So, yeah. Oh, I was also going to say something else on the um, during the Duodecim bit, but I missed it. Uh, anyone living in the UK can pre-order the um, limited edition for £23 from Zavi. So if you're interested in Duodecim, go there and pick it up really cheap. Duodecim. So yeah, that's my pick. I've you been busy right. with work, so I haven't been able to play that much else. Right. Hmm. Oh, look at this. I just found an iPad game called Battleheart, which looks like um, looks like Castle Crashers on your iPhone and your iPad. Yeah. You know what we forgot to mention? Uh, a story oh, for this freak. Yeah? Um, for uh, for all the PC users out there, uh, Fable Three got an announcement this week for May seventeenth in the uh, in the US and May nineteenth for those of us in the Europe land. Wait, wait, what is it? Fable, Fable Three. 3. Yeah, why would you want to buy that? Because I like Fable. Fable 3, though? I haven't played it on the 360, and I don't own one, so I want to play it. But it's Fable 3. Haven't you heard about <laughs> Fable 3? I've pe- heard pe- about it. People don't 3, like Fable 3. <laughs> well, I'm not all people. All right. Okay. And I don't own a 360, so I didn't get to play Fable 2. But I did love Fable 1. So I want to play Fable 3. Hmm. All right. Roy, do you have a pick for us? Um, Yes, uh, I have been playing Radiant Historia all week. Ooh, we just saw Atlas on uh, last night actually had another demonstration on Ustream of Radiant Historia. Yeah. This that one was, was really cool. This one was open to the public. I think it's a great idea that Atlas is doing this stuff. Um, the, occasionally, they'll just do Ustream demos where Aram will play the game and talk about it and explain and take questions and stuff. I, it's a really clever idea. I think more companies should do this for their games, especially especially companies selling games that are kind of obscure like Atlas and these, these weird RPGs. So this is the time-traveling RPG. What do you think about it? Well, I can tell you, um, for anyone that's played time-traveling in an RPG... Um, it is by far the best time traveling story I've ever played in a video game, bar none. <laughs> but, um, there, you know, there aren't that many. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> so, so basically, you're saying that it's better than Chrono Trigger. Well, Chrono Trigger, it was just a plot device. This thing is actually—it's actually a gameplay mechanic in this one. And um, <sighs> the time traveling in it—it's it, it, really good. The combat is. It's really good. It has a. It's not completely strategy based, but it does have it to where the enemies are on a grid, and you have to try to use certain moves to smack to smack the enemies around to change their positions on their grid for various um, amounts of damage. It, it it is really fun. I've been enjoying it, and yes, John, I would say the story is better than Chrono Trigger's. Heresy. <laughs> Chrono Trigger is one of the best classic games, but it doesn't mean it has the best story of all time on it. <laughs> and that's my pick of the week. Sweet. Um, let's see. I can also say, if you do love Japanese RPGs, you would be doing yourself a major disservice by not getting it. It's probably, I would definitely say, it's just, it's the best game Atlas has released on the DS, bar none. How's the battle system? The battle system looked a bit rough to me. Uh, it's pretty, the battle system's fun. It doesn't require a lot of grinding. Well, so if you care more about the, the, the story than the battle system, you should probably check out Neptunia. Mm-hmm. I haven't checked out Neptunia yet, but yeah. I may get that. But I think I've been hearing what you've been hearing, so I'll wait for the bargain release. Oh, uh, okay. I'll get it eventually. Yeah, I don't know how much it's priced um, in the U.S., but in can- like on Amazon, it's sixty-five Canadian. Hmm, that's too much. Now you're it's looking like forward the- to. Historia as well, right, Anna? Yes. After watching the demo last night, I decided to order it. I just don't have time for Historia right now. 
Oh, you must buy it, Chris. But you will been, love it. You've been finishing all sorts of games. Yeah, but not in the past week, because I've uh, got some long ones now, between Tactics Ogre and... Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, his, his story is going to take you at least 40 hours to beat. So are these other games. So what are your picks this week, Chris? Uh, well, first off, I've got Tiny Wings that somebody in the chat room just recommended. I've been playing that. It's an iPhone game where you slide a bird down a hill and then into the air by tapping the screen. And it's like, slide down, let untap, and then go up. And he collects coins and he flies. And it's got good music and or good sounds and, and art and stuff. It's pretty cool. Does he have tiny wings? He does have tiny wings. He can't really fly. <laughs> But if you oh, get him a lot, if you get him a lot of energy, he'll glide through the air. So, so it's all about managing your kinetic energy. If you want to look at it, is it kind of like Angry Birds? No, uh, other than it stars a bird. Okay, <laughs> I haven't played either, so I was just wondering. No. Angry Birds is chucking birds at buildings to break them. And this one is just collecting coins in the air. Yes, that's right. Uh, on the hills. That you're sliding up oh, and down. Yes, yeah, it's kind of it's ninety nine cents, and it's kind of cool, and it has tiny wings. Yes, and you have to like beat the level in a certain amount of time, otherwise the sun sets and it's nighttime, and he falls asleep, and you lose. Oh, you don't want to fall asleep, you know. Yeah, he's narcoleptic. Well, yeah, you have to stay a set. You have to stay ahead of the sunrise, so he's traveling um west, I guess, or the sunset rather. So, yeah, he's narcoleptic. <laughs> No, that would mean he'd fall asleep even in the middle of the air sometimes. <laughs> that would be bad times. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I, what I have been playing a lot of and is my true pick of the week is Dragon Quest VI. And it is a fantastic, awesome, 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 awesome game. I highly, 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 highly recommend it. It's a very good story. It's fun. I think it's a better Dragon Quest than Dragon Quest Nine was. Um, and I'm really enjoying it, and it's got that fun traditional feel, and there's lots of party members, and the story like just keeps moving, and you, you don't know what's going to come next. Like, so it's not like just a predictable story. Like, maybe certain parts of it might be predictable, but like the story overall, you don't really know where it's going. And I like it, and I don't know how to recommend it enough. It's you know, it's a traditional JRPG turn-based battle system, but you get different party members at different times, so that changes up your tactics and what's going on. So. Um, highly recommend it if I haven't made it clear and I don't know why everybody isn't playing it and it's on my list right after Historia interestingly I was talking with Michael the other night and he does not like 6 he's complaining because it's too easy yeah I'm not quite sure how that works he hasn't gotten very far apparently oh that would explain it He's, you know, he's still playing it because it's a Dragon Quest game. Um, and I yeah, if I miss not playing a, uh, yeah, that would uh, be weird. Dragon Quest game. That would be like sacrilegious. And I'm still playing this silly tiny wings thing. <laughs> it's addictive. The poor birdie with the tiny. Chris, <laughs> you birdie. are the one who instituted the rule that we are not allowed playing games while we are on the podcast. I know what's wrong with me. Make it stop. Tisk tisk, sir. Tisk. Going down the big Wait, hill. That, going down. Going down. Collect all the coins. All in the air. Woo! Fly to the next island. As <laughs> <laughs> I say, that was actually a rule. Bollocks. Yeah, because people would play like Final Fantasy XI the entire length of the show, and you could tell that they weren't listening to anything. Do you remember that one week, John, that me and you were sitting on WoW and talking? <laughs> uh, just just by some major coincidence, I have not been spending the entire podcast playing Final Fantasy XI. Uh huh. Honest, I'm sure. <laughs> some people are better at doing it than others, and for the people I haven't who are, gone up an entire, I haven't gone up an entire yeah. two levels on my. For the people who are bad at doing, it, it, you know, it's hard to pay attention to the topics when you when you do it is the problem that we noticed so yeah anyway um actually admittedly i only got distracted from the podcast when i started reading the trope called fandom heresy so uh what else we got we've got anna you got to give your picks uh er, i'm I'm trying to think of what i want to pick this week uh i 
I downloaded that um, visual novel game that Quinn recommended. I just haven't had an oh, opportunity to play it. This this week was sort of insanity for for PR work because this uh, Monday is GDC, and then like basically as GDC ends, PAX starts. So everyone's was, getting in high gear for that. There was so much writing to do this week, especially since one of my coworkers was gone last week. So I ended up doing a bunch of her press releases. Um, I guess my pick this week is going to be a little biased, but Faction started a second closed beta. Mm. And I'm just really digging uh, the the UI changes that were added. So it it there's just so much more information that's available now. I feel the combat definitely feels a lot more comfortable. So and I got to try PvP. There wasn't enough people in the in the alpha that I got a good chance to try PvP. So oh, I have beta coats. Ooh. So. I had Ooh. I got uh I got a big chunk of friends and family beta codes, so if you guys want one who are casting with me, I can give you one. And uh if the listeners want one, I actually have enough that, that I can do that. Uh you can get it one of two ways. You can go to MMORPG.com and you can grab a code off of them, or you can go to board.rpgamer.com, go to the role-playing forum, and there's actually a faction beta key thread that I put up, and just drop a note there, and I'll PM you a key, and you can play. Uh, all right. Hey, here's a question. Hmm? Uh, how, do, how do people contact you? Um, on the forums? Yeah. They can drop a post in whatever relevant thread they want to discuss or they can pm me and what's your name on the forums anna pause just pause that's yeah. p-a-w-s and uh you could also twitter probably too yeah am newfeld am newfeld and facebook yeah. well probably not facebook yet. no my facebook is private <laughs> <laughs> I need no offense start... i use it to like talk to my mom <laughs> i need to fix that on my facebook i've got but everybody's my friend on facebook so i don't know I don't know. <laughs> uh, I think that's it, right? Hey, what oh. about me? Hey, listen. Hi. Noodle. What's your, <laughs> what's your pick? Well, I'm Or avoid. Do you have an avoid for us? Something that's so terrible we should never touch it? I'm always looking uh, for a good avoid. No one ever has an avoid for well, me. I haven't been playing very many games because of the new job and still getting sold in my new place. Oh, okay. But I have been playing um 11 and getting more into 11 getting i haven't really done much of the new stuff is um, your is your pick actually final fantasy 11 again well it's the only one that i've been playing <laughs> is that the only game you play <laughs> well because i told you i haven't had much time okay why don't you tell us let's keep it simple then tell okay. us your favorite new thing that they've done in the past few months of final fantasy 11 with all the patches and changes i haven't gotten any into the, any of the new content. I'm trying to work on Ergen missions right now. Oh. And <laughs> that's what I've been tr- trying to do is trying to get into trying to finish Ergen and uh That's the second uh, to last expansion. Yes. Yeah, the third expansion. Yeah. Um and I have remembered that Admiral Lucif is the hottest guy in the game. I don't know that anybody's even, really hot in that engine, but okay. Is he a Mithra? No, he's no, a... He's, he's, an yeah, the male Mithra yeah. is the next expansion. Yeah, the... There is no more like expansion. Like yes, there's one expansion after Out Ergon, then, and then that it's, one. Oh, no, 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 Wings of the Goddess is the last expansion. Yeah, uh-huh. and that one has the male Mithra. Yeah, Lico. He's the he's only nice. male Mithra, so everybody who roleplays... All yeah. the RP Mithras love him, all of them. Whether they're played love by him. whether yeah, they're played yeah. by guys or girls behind the keyboard, like that's the only target for their character to love. So they all love him. Well, <laughs> that's crazy. Or Lego or Lucif, but you know, this this is like Lego lust, isn't it? Uh huh. It is. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, let's see. Uh, I think that's it then. 
Cool. That was everybody. Thank you, everybody, for being here. Thank you for listening to us. Once again, feedback, podcast at rpgamer.com, 608-729-4098. Leave a call. We'd love to hear from you. Board.rpgamer.com. Leave your feedback. Do we have a question for him this week? No. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Think of anything. Uh, hottest male RPG guy. All right. Hot, hottest, hottest RPG character for whichever male. sex you prefer. Okay, male or female. Yes. Because I know there's no girls on the internet. <laughs> Ooh, no. All right. Total myth that there's girls on the internet. Total myth. And girls don't play RPGs either. All right. Well, I'm going to get no, this thing posted. Halo. I'm going to get this thing posted. We're going to watch some StarCraft, and I got some Dragon Quest VI to play. And I think for everybody else, you guys have a good week. Hopefully you're playing Radiant Historia, Tactics Ogre, Dragon Quest VI, or something else awesome that's coming out. Enjoy the great gaming time, and get ready for Pokemon in just a few weeks. Right? Yeah. Cool. All right. Can't wait for Pokemon. All right. We'll see you next week, everybody. Goodbye. Bye now. Bye. Bye.